What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Men in the House podcast. It is 2024, so I guess this is going to be episode uh, one of season two. Um, Looks like I'll be doing, I guess, a season per year. We'll see how far we get. But to start off, I guess we'll go with a new tradition. Uh, For Christmas... My wife's best friend and her husband got me a book, Everyday Affirmations, 365 Mantras for Happiness, Strength, and Peace. So I figure whatever day we're on, that's the uh, one we'll read. And we'll start off that way before we get into a discussion or just listening to me talking, however you prefer to think of it. All right. January 3rd, give yourself permission to pause. Have you given yourself permission to pause? It's not easy to give yourself a moment to rest, but it's okay to slow down. Your life can contain so much busyness, so much urgency and movement. The difficulty lies in choosing when to pause and then appreciating all of the movement in its absence. When the world pauses, allow yourself to pause with it. Everyone deserves these moments. And you deserve these moments, too. All right. So, we'll take that everyday affirmation, and I'm going to go ahead and kind of relate it, maybe, to what I was going to talk about today to begin with. And that is the holidays. Maybe the stress it causes and um, I guess maybe how to deal with it, address it, or let's say reframe it kind of with the affirmation of pausing when the world pauses. So basically the past week Roughly, uh, my family, we went out of town and we visited in-laws and whatnot for Christmas, um, all the different in-laws. And, you know, we've been doing this for the past couple of years. I mean, we've done it all the years, but I wasn't always able to go. Mostly because I was working. But that kind of ties into the whole theme of... I try to figure out what it is about the holidays that gives me a sense of nervous energy. Um, What about it stirs me up, makes me a little uncomfortable. Um... You know, I just get a sense of angst, I guess, around the holidays. And, you know, during this last holiday period, you know, I had a day where I just felt kind of off, a little down in the dumps, didn't really feel like eating much, nothing sounded great. And, you know, in that... It was really an opportunity for me to ask myself, well, what is it 
you know, I need to pinpoint what the trigger is, what, what stirs me up, what's bothering me, why does it bother me? And, you know, I couldn't really come up with too, too much. Um, other than maybe, uh, I mean, it could be partially upbringing, but then partially the life I've led up until now. And um, being in jobs or roles where I worked or, you know, I get, well, yeah, it was always working. But it's kind of one of these things of explaining it in that I guess I could always use work is an excuse to stay back, maybe not attend events or not visit and make all the rounds. And in thinking of that, um, you know, you have to think, well, why would you prefer to possibly spend your holiday working? versus, you know, going and seeing people you care about, um, taking time off. You know, I don't know what it is about myself that gets so uncomfortable with it. And, you know, it was almost easier to work. Um, and I don't know if that's because working makes me feel productive or, you know, but, you know, kind of when I started off thinking about this, you know, trying to look at different ways I could assess the situation and break it down for it, for me to make sense. You know, so I didn't grow up doing Christmas very much. You know, I don't know why. Um, but it really wasn't that huge of a deal. Like I never felt like I was missing anything or missing out on anything. And we didn't do it because of lack of money or anything like that. We just, um, in our household, you know, we celebrated it up to a certain age when I was pretty young, maybe nine, seven to nine, somewhere in there. And then after that, we just really didn't celebrate it much. Uh, but, you know, taking everything into context, it's like you're not going to decorate your house when you live in the middle of nowhere because nobody's coming by. So, you know, think, think of that, one. And then we would visit other family members and typically have Christmas with, like, one of my aunts who's very big into decorations. So, you know, we just didn't do it. But let's say, on the other hand, my wife's family, they're very um, holiday-spirited, if you will. They do all the decorations. You know, when we go over there and have uh, Christmas family dinner, it's, you know, food and games and all kinds of stuff. And so, you know, that's two little pieces of the puzzle is, okay, my wife grew up one way, I grew up another way. Um, 
But, you know, there's not a sense of, like, I'm not jealous because my family wasn't as festive. And maybe hers was. Um, So I'm like, you know, that doesn't, shouldn't cause any negative feelings, I guess. Um, You know, but maybe not celebrating it as in depth perhaps made it less important to me. Take a drink here. Out of my new Stanley Cup, which I got for Christmas. Not that I wanted one, because everybody's got one. And when everybody kind of rushes towards something, I'm automatically suspicious of it. But that's besides the point. So, if it wasn't that important to me, or we just didn't celebrate it, then I went in the military at 17. I was in the military, always away. Um, I worked in restaurants, but I was away from my family during most of, if not all that time. Then I worked in, let's see, had a few other jobs. Um, But most of them revolved around usually the hospital type work and or hospitality in restaurants. And so you're always working around the holidays or in the military, you're gone. So for me, the holidays, be it Thanksgiving or Christmas, were really more of a state of mind, a kind of a spirit. It's wherever you are with whoever you're with. You know, in some situations, you spend just as much time with some of these people as you do your own family. Um, And so you just enjoy it together, whatever that looks like. And typically, working in those areas, if I didn't have to work on that day, Typically, you were working all the other days surrounding that day, and therefore that day was a day off, and you just wanted to be off and not really do much because chances are you were going to go back the day after Christmas and suffer the wrath of everyone getting out and returning and, you know, trying to grab a bite to eat and whatnot. So... But of course, at that time, too, I didn't have a family to think about, so it wasn't that big of a deal that I'm away, I stay home, I relax, you know, you don't do much. But, you know, now I do have a family. And, you know, the reason I bring all this up is because I recognize it, but it's also I want something I want to improve or enjoy more of or let's say enjoy it to a different degree because I'm learning to enjoy it each year but um, I could enjoy it more.
both for the fairness of myself and those people I interact with during these times. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things of kind of going back to that passage, pausing when the world pauses. You know, now my schedule is such that I don't have to be concerned with working the holidays. Um, I, can, I can pause with the rest of the world. I can go visit the people that I don't get to see as often, that I'm not around every day. And that's something you want to do, and you want to take advantage of that. Um, because we're all getting older, we're all moving through, and kind of like I said the last podcast, you know, um, every year the, it seems that our table's gotten smaller, and, you know, you need to get out there and enjoy your friends and family while you have the time. But, you know, it was probably at least three years ago that I was still working on some of the holidays or working the day after. And, you know, I would lean into that. And, you know, now I realize that's really not necessarily the way to be is, hey, you have the time, you have the ability, go see your friends and family that you don't get to see all the time. Spend that time with them, have good conversations, play games, enjoy it. Because um, you just never know. We all, you know, struggle in different ways throughout the year, um, but we're not always all together at the same time. We're able to help each other in the way maybe we could because, you know, as family, we're spread out. So we're kind of grouped up but spread out. At least my wife's family is. My side of the family is a whole different story because um, all of... All the, all my cousins my age or younger, we don't have siblings. We're all kind of only children, and we're all cousins, and we all live different places, <laughs> with the exception of maybe one or two. So, um, yeah. But yeah, trying to figure out, going back to trying to figure out what it is, you know. Um, about the holidays that, you know, I'm going to have to look back into when I was burned as a child and when I was in the hospital, maybe, maybe I was in the hospital during Christmas and subconsciously it bothers me or something. I don't know. Um, perhaps it was the way I was brought up and the importance placed on it growing up. Perhaps it was my choice of career fields up until now. Could have been a combination of all three. But now that I'm able and whatnot, you know, there's no reason for me to be bothered by it. When I think about it, it's one of the better times of years with the lights, family, people are in good spirits for the most part. 
great food. Um, yeah. I need to enjoy it more. Be more grateful for it. And that's what I'm going to try to do. All right, moving on to the next topic. And we're going to close it out. <clears throat> and this kind of is a little two-way tie-in in that one, it kind of jumps out at me personally, and then two, um, I heard it on a podcast as well. And that is, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. So, you know, I don't really Facebook that much. It's basically just for the podcast kind of, um, kind of going back to if everyone's doing it, then I'm a little suspicious. But anywho, you know, I, I got contacted by somebody. We were maybe a grade or two apart in high school. We both joined the Navy. We were both stationed in Japan. Um, and I think like the last time I saw him, I can't remember if it was on the boat because we ended up on the same boat, although I was in a squadron and he was assigned to the boat, as was my cousin. Um, or if it was in Thailand that we saw each other. But either way, you know, he found me on Facebook and contacted me. It was like, oh, how long were you in the Navy? And what are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole catching up kind of thing. And he's like, yeah, I was in the Navy for eight and a half years. Got out, went to nursing school, went back in the Air Force and retired. And maybe now doing like the van life thing. Um, but yeah. Definitely excited to be retired. You know, for me, it's like, it, it's definitely good to hear. But, you know, it's, I think it's only human nature, which is why this topic is warranted. But to go, ah, man, like, we were a year or two apart. I joined the Navy at 17. Could have retired at 37. I'm 47. I'd been retired 10 years already. It's kind of hard not to think about that a little bit, but you know, like as I was uh, lifting weights and doing the treadmill this morning, thinking about the podcast and thinking about this subject, it's like, yo, oh, what do you want to say about it? Um. Yeah, I suppose I could have, but I didn't. But then again, you know, that's 30 years of who knows all the different twists and turns that get people to where they are. You know, I've mentioned in the past that I'm typically a little outspoken. I don't know that my mouth would have lasted me 20 years in the military, to be honest. I'd already kind of gotten in trouble a little bit and maybe gotten a fight <laughs> with the E5 in my office um, over my mouth or just flat out saying no, like, hey, that's a dumb thing. I'm not going to do it. Um, but 
it's it, it's kind of one of those things of going okay well somebody else maybe is in a position or has something that you want or maybe you think you want or would think you would want um But that's just not the way it is. So it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is where you are and where you're going and what you're going to do with it. You know, everybody's journey, everybody's path is different. It's individual. It's unique. It's, it's yours. You know, and you got to own it. You can't spend time looking at what could have been. You know, you got to move forward. You know, a good friend of mine, Andrew, he says worrying is like this. And I think kind of looking in the past is a little bit, you know, this saying it applies is that it's a lot like riding a bike with no wheels. It'll give you something to do, but it's not going to get you very far. So it's kind of pointless to do it. But you know, it's it's like, hey, my, my life is unique to me and the struggles I face aren't necessarily unique, but maybe how I rise to them or whatever lessons there are that I need to learn. Once that's done, then you know, maybe I'll be free from two or three struggles here and then gain two or three other struggles of, you know, perhaps lessons I need to learn. You know, and sometimes we can't always see the reason why now, but, you know, I had one moment in my healthcare career that. You know, I'm driving with a mother whose son coded in our parking lot to the ER. And, you know, everything I had done and learned in the ER, everything I had learned and done um, in management, and, you know, explaining to her, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going to go on. You know, you're probably going to be in touch with a chaplain, a social worker, and they're going to be doing this and that. It's probably going to be some time before you are able to see them. But, you know, I developed a set of knowledge and skills that in this one moment in time, I was able to be the person that my team and the patient and the patient's mother needed me to be. And I knew it like instantly. I was like, oh, all the things I've learned came to this point. You know, maybe there's five years down the road, I'm going to have that same feeling or have that same aha moment. You know, and I heard it on another podcast where kind of somebody was in that situation and it was 10 years down the road and they were like, you know, this is why this happened and this is how it's led to here. 
and now how I need to use it. And they're extremely fulfilled. So, you know, it's, you hear all these things and kind of it comes to you and, you know, I want to just bring up the topic for one, for anyone else in this predicament or this situation and also for myself. It's a good reminder um, because, you know, if you'd asked me five years ago if I thought I'd be doing a podcast and Ubering, the answer would be no. But I'm fairly content and happy, so that's kind of what matters for now. Until next time, peace.